from the get-go, we were like, eh, wash your hands, you know, cover your mouth, don't sneeze on people, and everything will be fine. And it seems like it's gotten a little more than that. Or is the media just jumped all over this thing and made it so much bigger than it actually is? Well, it. let me just, I'll explain from my end. It started with, just go for a jog and eat some broccoli and you'll be fine. <laughs> Stop freaking out. To uh, being quarantined in my house for the last four days. Now, we, we have these conversations to kind of joke around. We're not, this is not an educational <laughs> We're not doing this for purposes of education and information necessarily. <laughs> Sometimes we'll read some stats that may be accurate. Sometimes we won't. Sometimes we'll give our opinions. So now, now when I say these things, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be funny to, to lighten the mood a bit. Did I think it was serious? Sure. Anytime anyone is dying, it, it's serious. Hey, CEP listeners, thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio from the CEP Network. As always, if you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button and give us that five-star rating. Got a few things to go over with you before we get into the episode today. So first, as you can tell, it's not Tuesday, but Patrick and I decided that since we are both quarantined in our homes during this pandemic, that we should record and put out some extra content for you guys to listen to. In this episode, we talked about the current coronavirus pandemic again and how it's affecting our jobs and those around us. We talked about songs in our playlists and placed them into interesting categories. And we finished up with movies and documentaries revolving around music. If you have any questions for Patrick and I or any topics that you would like to hear us rant about, make sure to hit us up on any of the CEP social medias. We are everywhere. Also make sure to check out the Cerebral Entertainment Podcast, which is another weekly show on the Cerebral Entertainment Podcast Network. The MMA on the Mic live stream podcast that we do on Facebook and YouTube for all the UF, major UFC cards is, of course, being halted for a bit since there are no major UFC cards happening. But we are working on creating some new content, so be sure to follow the MMA on the Mic social medias so you don't miss out. Lastly, I wanted to mention in this time of crisis, it is the absolute best time to support local businesses. They are being massively impacted by having to shut down the insides of their businesses, but a lot of them are still continuing to do like curbside and pickup and delivery and things like that. So if you are in the St. Louis area and you're looking for great food, our friends Kyle and Kelly Dent with Shamrocks at 4177 Veterans Memorial Parkway in St. Peter's is a great place to go, as well as our good friend Jeff Britton with Exit 6 Brewery at 5055 Highway Inn in Cottleville. Now is the time to help the people that have helped the community so much, and let's keep our local businesses thriving. The episode you didn't know you are waiting for is now here. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am Colt Bracado, Patrick Blair over in Skype land, mainly because that's the only way we can do this thing anymore because I, we're not technically quarantined to our house, but it feels like it. What did you say? I have quarantined myself. Oh, you have? So you haven't day, been forced? Day number four. <laughs> you haven't been forced to. Now, you're saying you, you have quarantined yourself. Is that legit? Like you have not left your house in four days? I haven't left since, uh, since Monday. Have you been eating spaghetti the entire time and shitting your pants? Yeah. We got plenty of spaghetti. Uh, still, still shitting my pants. That's the norm. Have not eaten spaghetti, uh, but we have plenty of it. If things get really out of hand, we got plenty of spaghetti. So, you know, we'll have plenty of Italian nights at my house. Should should they actually say you can't go anywhere? Yeah, I did. Uh, I take that back. 
I did I did leave Tuesday. So it was St. Paddy's Day. I had a obviously going to a bar on St. Paddy's Day was out of the question. Most were closed. Some were doing like pickup orders for food. Really wanted corned beef and cabbage, even though I didn't go anywhere and get any, but I did, however, make an emergency run to Dunkin' Donuts and I ordered two bags of coffee through the drive thru at Dunkin' Donuts. That is the only contact with human life I've had since Monday. Besides your wife. Besides, well, <laughs> and she works at a, at a hospital, so yeah. I've had contact with uh, plenty of humans, I guess, I guess, then. But, yeah. So, how how's everything on her front as far as, is she, seeing, is she seeing a lot of people who are coming in freaking out, or? Uh, yeah, I mean, she, yes, but not people who are sick, just people who are freaking out in general. Okay. She said, <laughs> she said yesterday that everyone had an attitude. They were very short and didn't want anyone's help. They just wanted answers. And now typically when you <laughs> when you are a doctor or a nurse and someone asks for your help, you're giving them answers. But they weren't getting the answers quick enough, I guess. So they were very rude, she said, to be expected during a pandemic. And everyone's freaking out. Right. So when it comes to this thing, the coronavirus is this thing. I mean, what... What's your overall opinion now? You know, we've had several episodes. We've talked about this thing. And from the get-go, we were like, eh, wash your hands. You know, cover your mouth. Don't sneeze on people. And everything will be fine. And it seems like it's gotten a little more than that. Or is the media just jumped all over this thing and made it so much bigger than it actually is? Well, it. let me just, I'll explain from my end. It started with, just go for a jog and eat some broccoli and you'll be fine. Stop freaking out. <laughs> to uh, being quarantined in my house for the last four days. Now, we, we have these conversations to kind of joke around. We're not, this is not an educational, <laughs> we're not doing this for purposes of education and information necessarily. <laughs> sometimes we'll read some stats that may be accurate. Sometimes we won't. Sometimes we'll give our opinions. So now, now when I say these things, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be funny to, to lighten the mood a bit. Did I think it was serious? Sure. Anytime anyone is dying, it, it's serious. I mean, we're up to, what is it? 50, so I've been up since five watching the news. So I think it's, we're close to 15,000 cases worldwide, over 200 now in the U S I mean, we've had what five in St. Louis. Now there've been way more in Illinois. Wait, um, wait, is that, is that, I, is that five strictly in St. Louis or that you mean five Missouri cases? Cause I know there were some around like Springfield. I think it's St. Louis. Oh, wow. Okay. And again, this is why this is not educational because we don't know. <laughs> Maybe I should have, but no, I think it's St. Louis. And I mean, I even sent you, I sent you the, the story. The 34 year old guy died. Right. Yes. Um, that went to Disney world of all places. I didn't even tell you this for the last podcast. So last week I stopped my parents from going to Florida. Oh, really? They were a day away from going to Florida and I had no idea. And this is a true story. I'm not joking around here this time. So they were a day away from going to Florida. They go to spring training every year, right? Okay. So they go down. They either stay in Jupiter or they stay in West Palm Beach. Obviously too hot. Well, West Palm can be a hot spot for spring breakers at times. So uh, randomly, I get a text from my mom saying, hey, do you think they're going to cancel Major League Baseball? And my response was, mom, they're canceling everything. Yes, it's only a matter of time before Major League Baseball cancels too. And she goes, well, shit, we're going to spring training tomorrow. And I was like, 
I, I was at, I was immediately put my phone down. I go, nah, she's kidding. And then I'm thinking, oh, wait, it is March. They go every year. She's not kidding. My parents are also very, very hard headed. They don't <laughs> like taking advice. They're very, they're full of pride. So, and also their doctor is 200 years old. So <laughs> they're not getting the right information. anyway. So I responded, I, I go, you're joking, right? She goes, no, we're leaving tomorrow. And I was like, mom. You cannot go down to spring training right now. I go, my parents are both old. My parents are in their 70s. So if, if anyone's at risk, they are. Right. And they also aren't, they're not the pictures of health, right? Okay. Um, they both have had, uh, we'll call them semi-major health conditions in the past year. But they love their baseball. They love to party still. They like living their life. Um that, honestly, that, this that all this all explains so much about me. <laughs> the the short amount of time that I've actually known you, that that just what you just said explains more than anything that I've learned over the past couple of years. <laughs> I disagree. We'll move on. Um, <laughs> okay, but but honestly, uh, yeah. I I did not realize that they have not canceled spring training yet. No, they did. They have. They have since when? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything everything's off. When when did so that happen? This was the day before they can't. Yeah, day before they canceled. Okay. As of the day that we were texting, it had not been games had not been canceled yet. Gotcha. We're putting a delayed start to the Major League Baseball season, but actual spring training games have not been called off yet. Okay. Because Florida's Florida's like its own nation, right? Yeah. Everything in Florida gets shut down later, you know. And we'll we'll get into that with the whole dumb spring breakers. So uh, I was like, "There's no way you can go to Florida. You have to cancel." She and she. Of course, the response is, we're going to lose money. We don't want to lose money. We do this every year. It's our tradition. I was like, look, you can like I'm putting it in all caps now. I should have just called. But in all caps, you cannot go. You will get sick, and you could die. Like, that's what I said. I had to be uh, drop some reality on her, right? Right. And uh, it made her upset. And she responded to me with something like, I can't believe you'd say that. Like, don't upset me. And I'm like, are you guys flying there? She goes, no, we're driving. And then my response was, well, what if you get stuck there? What if they shut down the state of Florida and they don't let anyone leave the state lines? What are you going to do then? Right? Are you taking uh, a month's supply of food with you as well? Right. Like, what are you going to so, <laughs> so she's just kind of pushing back, pushing back. So finally, I'm, I'm frustrated. Sent a text to my older sister, who is also in the uh, healthcare industry or medicine, whatever you want to call it. So she responds with, oh, my God, are you serious? And I'm like, I'm not. Why would I make this up now? Like, you, you, so she's like, are you going to call her? I'm like, maybe you should. You know more about this than I do because my sister actually works, does research in infectious diseases. It's her job. She's been doing it for years. Wow. She's like, fine, I'll call her. And she's like, I'm going to throw you under the bus. I'm like, that's fine. Tell her I called you. I don't really care. That's, I don't, <laughs> at this point, I don't care. We, I, they can't be going. So yeah, You already got that ball rolling anyways. Being thrown under the yeah, bus yeah, isn't yeah. a big she's deal. She's going to know that I told you. Like, it's, it's, there's no coincidence that you can come up with right now. So <laughs> she calls. Then I get a text 15 minutes later from my mom. Did you really have to have your sister call me? We're not going. It turns out we're only going to lose money on the tickets for the games, this and that. But did you really have to upset me like that? I was like, yeah, I really did. This, it's getting pretty serious, right? Right. So this was, I guess it was Monday, Tuesday of last week, something like that. So yeah, they were they were 12 hours away from getting in the car. 
and driving to Florida. So yeah, well, actually my wife called her too and was like, hey, you cannot go. You're like, here's what's going on. Bit of a morbid conversation to be having with your mother, but whatever. You gotta you gotta protect him somehow. Did, she didn't she doesn't like to listen. Did your wife call her because she wanted to, or did she call her because you talked her into calling her? Uh it's probably a little bit of both. <laughs> your mom probably both. hates you right now. <laughs> I mean She's not fond of me, but, uh, but 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 honestly, it's a it's a situation where you know if if what you were saying was not getting across, no matter what you were saying, then maybe you know people in the medical field actually reaching out to her might have been the only thing you could have done. Well, if there's anyone you should listen to, it's two people that actually are working on this issue right currently. Right. So maybe open up your ears, listen, and take take the suggestions as they come. But, uh, yeah. So yeah, it was crazy. I couldn't believe it. I did. And I didn't even know they were going, you know, had she not been like, Hey, think they're going to shut down. They, they, they would have been, I would have been getting the next text from Florida with pictures of the beach and infected spring breakers partying around my parents. <laughs> they probably would have partied with them, but what do you do? So with the quarantine, it, from, from what I gather, from the media and stuff. This isn't about trying to make the virus go away or anything like that. It's more about trying to contain it it and keep people at home to where the hospitals aren't overloaded with people. And it may, it make, it makes sense. I just don't know. I don't know how it's going to, I don't know how it's going to pan out. If you know, if you shut States completely down, I mean, it may, it may contain it for a while, but once, you know, businesses back up and running, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if, you know, it's just going to go back to mass panic again or not. And the other thing, the other thing I've seen too, was that the availability of tests for the virus is going to be raising, which means that more people are going to be diagnosed with it, which means that stats are going to shoot through the roof, which means people are going to freak out even more because it's not, because then they're going to know how many people out there actually have it versus right now they, they have it, but they don't know what the exact numbers are. Oh yeah, I mean, so the more the more the tests become available, the more the numbers are going to spike, and uh, you know that's to be expected. Again, that was something that was said two weeks ago when they started sort of reporting the news on Italy being shut down. We should have expected it, and I mean, I think people just didn't pay attention to it. So the the numbers are increasing; they're getting freaked out by it naturally um, in this country, anyway. Yeah, I mean, it, they're just trying to contain it, and I look at the end of the day. I'm going to stay home. Uh, you know, like the gym's cut off. Like I can't go to the gym. I can't. Oh, you know, your, I'd your, love gym ha- your gym has shut down? Yeah, last night. Oh, wow. Last night at 10 p.m., yep. Wow. Yep. They were going to try to stay open. And I, I was there mm, right before I quarantined myself, I guess. So Monday morning. And they had five or six people with, I mean, they. it looked like, uh, what are the things called that, uh, the Ghostbusters use the proton packs or proton packs, whatever they're called. <laughs> Huge packs on their back with disinfectants, spraying everything down. And I'm like, hey, I, I'm. Can you get like a little bit further away from me, please? Like, I'm breathing that in, whatever that is. I don't even know what that is. What is that bug killer? Like, um, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking it was like yeah, one yeah. of those pump things that you just carry around while you're spraying the corners in your house. <laughs> that's what it looked like. It, it looked like they were sp- uh, spraying for spiders. Um, um, yeah, so they're, they're shut down. So I, you know, at the end of the day, stay home, let's see what happens. I know people don't want to, and you know, with the spring breakers, I sent you that video of those morons 
this ruined my spring break, man. I've been planning this for two months. Well, two whole months. Were you planning that? Oh, wow. Two whole months, man. <laughs> two months out of your life. What are you going to do, you dumb 19-year-old? <laughs> and, like, and also, in that video I sent you, could they have found anyone who didn't look white trash? I mean, they probably could have, but that would have taken more work. Seriously, though. <laughs> like, all three, like, the three, the first three people of that video looked like they have been using, like, on a meth binge for the last 48 hours. <laughs> like, what was, what was that? Uh, and the one dude was like, we need to worry about poverty. I was like, well... Good point, bro, but right now is not the time to bring that up. <laughs> I don't know. At least they shut everything down. Like, they closed all the bars down in Miami, and all the stuff that people were there to do, it's shut down. Thank right. God. So so I know you've quarantined yourself. Were, were you forced to work from home, or were you given the option to work from home? Forced is a is a intense word, but yeah, we were asked to work from home. Influenced to? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which, you know, we, uh, again, I expected necessary thing to do. Uh, you know, I was saying, I, I, I think it probably came a few days too late, to be honest. I mean, maybe even a week, week and a half too late. Uh, a lot of, a lot of people around me, um, on a daily basis. So, but yeah, no, we were asked to, and I think everyone obliged, obviously. I mean, but we've, we, my, my line of work has slowed down tremendously since late last week. But things might pick up again, I would say, at the beginning of next week because, you know, things are starting to turn a little bit economically and financially. Now that could all change 15 minutes from now. So, right. Who yeah, knows? Everything seems like it's hour to hour right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's minute to minute at this point. I think, you think people are on, on the edge of their seats just waiting for the next bad thing to happen. But the other thing I'm curious about, too, is this 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 bill they're trying to pass with the $1 trillion being given to Americans who have been put out of work because of this so i mean mm -hmm. they said if you make under 75k a year you're going to get a 1200 i guess they meant a month 1200 a month check see and I, those I i don't know i don't know what's legit on that because i've seen several different numbers and i've seen several as far as like how much the check is and i've also seen several different numbers as far as what you make a year that puts you into this category because at one point it was like yeah. if you make under a million dollars a year it's going to be like a thousand dollars per person per household, and then I've seen I've seen various different like you just said seventy five under seventy five thousand a year. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know what I don't know what's legit, but I I mean I do factory work, and there's a lot of local factories around us, and it's interesting to see how people freak out because I don't know if you've ever done factory work, but somebody says something in one end of the building and it's in the other end of the building within like 10 minutes. Like that's how, that's how fast it, it travels through there. So there's a lot of people freaking out and it seems as though, and I'm not giving an opinion here. I'm just saying that it seems as though the company is going to fight tooth and nail until the government says you absolutely have to shut your doors before they actually shut the doors. But I also think that they're being lenient as far as there are people that are scared and they are letting people use their time if they are scared and don't want to be there. I get that kind of thing too. But like as of yesterday, they started in like 15 minutes. They went through the entire plant and they looked at how many hours people had in this week already. And they tried to help people get their waiting weekend for unemployment. Because when for anybody who doesn't know, if you are on unemployment, 
the first week of being on unemployment is a waiting week, which you don't get paid for. But you can, if as long as you only get 32 hours or less in in a week, that last eight hours can be considered your waiting week. So they, so like me, I got to, or I was sent home yesterday, and then I'm off today because of the same situation or because of the whole thing. So I have my waiting weekend basically that way when the in- inevitable shutdown happens, I don't have a waiting week where I don't get paid. My my waiting week's already in. I will automatically get my unemployment. So I like that they're doing that, except for the fact that last night my wife is scrolling through Facebook and comes across uh, Department of Labor sending out a message stating stating that the unemplo- or unemployment is uh, waiving the waiting week now. They are forced to waive the waiting week. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'm not even getting paid my hours that I missed this week now because they sent me home to get my waiting week in. So I don't know what's going to happen. So you don't know yet? I don't know yet. You know if you're making money right now? No, I don't. Which I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be making money because I would be home like I had already got my 32 hours in for the week. So the last 8 hours would have been not getting paid, but that's considered my waiting week. But I have to assume that if that is the case and that they have waived the waiting week now that now once I go back next week they're going to offer me they're either going to offer to pay me the time that I missed or they're going to offer me to at least use my like PTO to cover the 8 hours. Damn. I would imagine. Yeah. So if you don't get paid too, you live in the woods, so it's not like you can go <laughs> hooking or something. <laughs> I could, but you can join my phone sex company. I'm just going to start a phone sex company if I get stuck here any longer. You know, you posted that in the text thread yesterday, and I was like, I don't. I mean, do you? Not a bad idea. I know, but do you think? Do you think voice matters? Do you think your voice is going to bring people in? Do I like my voice? Do you think you my, have? Do you think you have a sexy voice? I can get sexy, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know, man. It was an idea. I don't want to know what you're saying. (laughs) Um, All I'm saying is, in times of crisis, people still need to uh, masturbate. I mean, I would would like to see what Pornhub's numbers have been since quarantine. quarantine. Oh, they skyrocketed. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, no, that that was already, that was in the news like a week ago. Yeah, they skyrocketed. Um, Did you take my advice and watch outbreak i didn't so i was watching so italy now has more deaths than china and on the news this morning i was watching video footage of them taking body bags into trucks and those bodies are being cremated it was gave me a very eerie sort of feeling um but it made me think of outbreak because an outbreak you know it's it's a deadly virus it's a pandemic global pandemic that's spreading like wildfire and they have to eventually burn the bodies of those who have died from it. And it just reminded me of telling you to watch that movie. But, um, yeah, 14 million Americans are out of work currently. That's, that's so that's pretty, that's pretty nuts. And then I guess 2% of that 14 million are on permanent job loss, meaning not only are they they've been asked to leave, but they're not coming back. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, I've seen that. Like Helium Comedy Club shut down all their clubs throughout the U.S. And that's probably a good idea. Yeah, I mean it's. De- I mean, well, it's definitely a good idea because they're not they're not getting headliners to come in. I mean, those headliners no. aren't traveling. So, but the reason I say that is because I think there's a lot of those 
people that work there that have lost jobs permanently. That's not a, this isn't a temporary thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, a lot of the, yeah, man, that sucks too, man, because a lot of those companies aren't really taking care of those people who are out of work. I do like a lot of the sports franchises and a lot of the athletes have stepped up to donate money to that is the workers cool. who would have lost money and things like that. Um, you know, is it making a dent? Maybe, but at least people are getting taken care of a little bit, um, especially those that have families. And, you know, I, I can't imagine. So, I, I mean, I, I'm a spoiled brat right now. I still have a job. As far as I know, I'm still going to have a job. Nothing's going to change on my end, um, you know, so I can't even imagine what it, what it what, what that would be like. Um, so I think those people stepping up and taking care of people is, is great. Do you see the video trending yesterday of all the celebrities singing Imagine? Uh-uh. I was going to send it to you. It's a, it's a video. It's like quick clips of celebrities singing Imagine by John Lennon. And I was going to send it to you with the caption, this enrages me, but I, I, I changed my mind because I figured you'd just call me a hater as usual. But I, I'm, cur- I'm curious on the re- what, what's the reasoning that it enrages you? It just felt so self-indulgent and pompous and kind of like like like, like, they, like they they weren't doing it because they really felt the lyrics they were doing it because of what's going they're just, on just they're just to, that important that their voices can make a difference they the need world. to be in the limelight right like there is no like attachment like we're donating money to blah 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 it's just we're gonna film a video saying imagine seeing imagine and uh but the over singing by some like <clears throat> i don't know the guy's name but the guy that played cyclops in the the x-men movies oh i will not tell you he got really into it and I was like, bro, you got to stop the, the, just the pomposity behind all of it was, ugh, I just, I don't know. Yes. I'm hating, but it just felt like, all right, you feel you're that important. I don't know. It just made me feel like, so you're singing to the world on Twitter. Great. What changed now that I've watched this, what changed in my life? Right. If I'm an out of work person watching that on Twitter, what, what, what did that change? I mean, it, did it give me a glimmer of hope? The the the, the there's a it, it's hard to figure out how to look at it because you don't know what their actual thought process is behind them doing it. Like, are they literally doing it because they think, okay, well, there's a lot of people doing this, and it's kind of like we're all together in this. Let's get through it, kind of. But then the other side of that is, you know, in times of this pandemic everything that's going on i can still have my face out there so let let's do that and and if that's the case then they're assholes and they should they there's no reason to be doing it but if it's not i I, I don't know it just it felt very opportunistic and self-indulgent and just i'm important but eh, at the end of the day people love celebrities and that might have made that two and a half minutes might have made them feel better for a little bit Guess how I learned about that video? How? From a troll cast. Oh, snap. Another troll cast came across my YouTube feed, and that's how I learned about it. Have you been liking the ones I've been sending you? I, dude. Isn't it crazy? You talk about being enraged. Why? Why do they care so much? Right. Like they they're they are spending their time watching other podcasts, finding the things to shit on, and then posting videos about that. What? Why? You can, there's no original. You can't come up with any original content to put out there. So you're just gonna shit but on they, the content that's already out there. But they know of that criticism. I know. I've heard them say 
We don't have any content. I know. We're talking about blah, blah, blah again. I get it. They know of that criticism, and they're just they're, – they're using it to their advantage. It's bizarre. I know I just spent 35, 40 seconds shitting on that, that video. I feel it's a little bit different. And, yes, b- before I even said anything, I said, yes, I'm a hater. I feel it's a little bit different, though. Like, that's not – I don't feel that that's someone's content I'm shitting on. I just feel like that's an again an area of opportunity that those people sought out and uh, embraced, and now they've they've put it out into the world. I get to say what I want about it. Yes, you can call me a hater, probably am, but these just feel so different to me. They it, it, they feel so different to me. The one the last one that I sent to you, not even a minute in, they had recited stats they had they had projected stats of the person they were shitting on you know it was a stand-up comic how many netflix specials they had how much how many listeners how many followers blah 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 blah. i'm like you're not even a minute in and you're you're you've already you've taken less than a minute to clearly state that you've done your research the amount of attention that that person's getting um has given you something to talk about and it's but in in such a it's just in like a such an incessant and like obsessive way it's just it's weird to me i don't know and you know what it's uh, not it, it's also not just like two guys like me and you doing this it's like they've got like a legit studio and everything too so they like they're they're backing this with money i don't know i i don't know have you seen do they have sponsors and stuff too oh yeah for sure no shit, oh yeah man oh yeah sponsors one of them uses sound effects <laughs> He's got his little whole sidekick <laughs> off camera talking like this all the time to add her a few points in. Doesn't he have like 10 Netflix specials? Oh, yeah, I yeah, did hear does. that. Yeah. Yeah, he does. So what? Why are you. What? Don't watch him. I guess I could be t- saying this to myself. I could have just not watched that Imagine video. Again, episode number five. Here I am, the hypocrite. <laughs> Whatever, man. Don't care. Don't care. Let's talk about something positive. Well, I wanted to make a comparison, though, because the Imagine Video scenario you're bringing out there, it it almost feels like, and I've heard this before, but when somebody dies, like in general, like if it's a celebrity or somebody like that, and then you see people post pictures on social media of them with that person, it's almost like you're taking away from that celebrity because you're just trying to post a picture that I met that person. Versus, even no matter what the like what the status says with it, even if it's just like, oh man, yeah. you know, I love this person. They were great people, you know, R.I.P. Whatever. You still posted a you could have just posted a picture of them, but you posted a picture of you with them. I can see both sides of it. I'm just saying that there are two sides to it. Yeah, it's weird. I feel the same way. So let me just say this: it, I have posted about someone dying. However, was I wasn't in the picture, but like when Chester from Lincoln Park died, I yeah. posted for sure. When Chris Cornell died, when Scott Weiland died, uh, you know, with Chester and Scott Weiland, I kind of said, you know, these guys were big influence right. on me. Yeah, but you know, no one cares if those guys influence me at the end of the day. Right. I I I tread lightly when it comes to what I post on social media. I'm not even on Facebook. I'll tweet about it, uh, you know, on Instagram. But maybe post a I posted a picture of Chester for sure. Birthdays, I don't wish celebrities happy birthday. Typically, I did do it. I, I, I do do it for people who have passed away. So, like, 
uh, Jimi Hendrix, Bruce Lee, they share the same birthday. So I definitely posted about that. Oh, really? Two of my two of my childhood heroes. But yeah, even like friends, like if you're a friend to me, I'm just going to text you or call you. Like, I'm not going to, you know, it gets, it gets weird. It gets weird. Right. And I know we have, you and I have friends that do it, so I don't want to get into it too much. <laughs> yeah, if it's your birthday, I'm just going to send you a tag. You want to post on social media, that's your prerogative. That's cool. I, it's just not my, it's not my thing. I just rather, it, feel, it feels to me uh, more, more personal to just get a phone call or a text message. Right. Now that I think about that, I don't really have people posting on social media about my birthday that I can think of other than like my wife, maybe my mom when I'm not telling her she can't travel cause she'll die. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting so, though. I mean, I don't think Instagram does it, but how Facebook does the whole, uh, Hey, today's this person's birthday. You might want to, you know, give them a happy birthday or something like that. And I don't know. It, it feels kind of weird. Cause it's like, if, if it's somebody that I would normally say happy birthday to, I probably already know that it's their birthday. But then again, yeah. but then again, it's like, I forget shit a lot. And, oh, yeah, yeah. and I'm glad it's there because there are times where it's people that, that are pretty close to me in my life that I, I completely forgot about. I'm glad you admitted it first. No, no, no. My <laughs> wife who is on Facebook definitely gives me the birthday reminders at times. So yeah. Facebook is good for that, provided that people are actually putting in their real birthdays. There's, there's that too. That's true. (laughs) No, yeah. See, yeah, I, I agree. I've, I've never, I've never done that. I've never. I, I, I'm also terrified to take a picture with a celebrity. I just posted one. Uh, We went to see Michael Rappaport, Uh and we had meet and greet tickets, and I didn't want those because I was like, I don't have no, I have no desire. To meet them, like I, I would, like I was like I'm just weird about that. Like I get super anxious and what 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 is it that does that? Is it? And I, I, I have no, no idea. I'm I'm curious about this because I I kind of have the same the same feeling. Oh, I can't I can't I can't. I mean, uh, not that I've met a thousand celebrities in my life, but I've met I've met people that legitimately were heroes of mine when either when I was a kid or growing up, and I was terrified but so recently with michael rapaport look michael rapaport say what you want about him i know he causes a lot of controversy with the stuff he says on social media that dude was a part of my childhood with some of the movies he was in so and you know i think he's funny and again some people don't think he's funny i do we went to see him we had a blast but we had meet and greet and the whole time i'm in line i'm like do we really have to do this do we really have to do this my wife was like just say hello just tell him you enjoyed the show and go about your day why are you being so weird like he doesn't know anything about you. He doesn't care about you. You know, you like so and I said, shook his hand and uh just said I enjoyed the show and he said, Oh, are you guys married? Thanks for coming out, blah, 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 blah. And that was that's pretty much it. And then he had his one of his one of his boys there that I recognized from social media. I was like, Hey you, come get in the picture. I'm surprised I even did that, to be honest <laughs> with you. But um yeah, yeah. So I, I was terrified to do that. Like terrified. I don't know. I just get weird about that. I just I get weird about pictures in general. I hate taking are photos. You, are you good? At I can't s- smile in pictures. Like I'm awkward. Like it's just I don't know. Are you good at small talk with with people? Just anybody, not celebrities, but anybody. Are you good? Are you good at I'm small talk? Wor- I'm the worst at it, dude. I'm so awkward. I'm so socially retarded. Right. Yeah. And I think I, I think I'm. The, yeah, I'm the same way. I think I think that's I think that's part of it is because it not only am I bad at small talk with just somebody random on the street, but then you have to 
you know, increase that by a thousand times because this is a celebrity. Oh, terrible at it. I'm terrible at it. Like if I've had a few drinks, it gets a little bit better. Yeah. You know, uh, liquid courage, but no, man, I'm, I'm so socially awkward most time, most times. Um, even if I'm like out in public just to get something done, like at the grocery store, like I still have a specific amount of social anxiety that I have to like push away as I'm like getting out of my car, like walking in, like just get in, get out, get in, get out, get in, get out. Like I just right. don't, I don't want the confrontation. I don't want to be stopped. I mean, like, I know, it sounds weird. But I know most people are like, you're just at the grocery store dude. get your fucking bagels and leave. I get it. It should be that easy, but my brain does not allow it to be that easy. It's, my, I can't help it. Mine doesn't either. There, there has to be so many people out there who think that I'm a complete asshole now that I, some people that I haven't seen in years that I might see at Walmart and I'll just be like, Hey, and just keep on walking. Cause I don't, I don't want, I don't want the conversation. I, I, I hate small talk and it has nothing to do with like that. I don't care what's going on with them or, you know, or that I, like that I don't want to tell them what's going on with me. It's just a matter of I'm here for a very small reason. And that is to get this and to leave. I don't, I don't want this conversation, this conversation. Yep. There are, there are people that I am friends with now who have some of, some of which, you know, who have told me like, man, the first time I met you, I thought you were the biggest dickhead. <laughs> I was like, not the first time I've heard it. I promise that's not the way I am. Tell anyone who I've offended. I'm sorry. I am just, socially awkward and super shy and just weird out in public i apologize oh i told him that you're cool i'm like thanks for thinking i'm cool i appreciate that (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah man i've been told that numerous times and people have even like come to my defense like no no no, he's really like that like i thought the same thing i'm like what is this kick me in the dick day like (laughs) all right i get it like um how do you how do in your past the past how have you dealt with uh meeting people after shows and stuff it was awkward i mean it's horrible was it even was it even worse because you were the quote-unquote celebrity in that scenario like people were wanting to come to you and talk to you versus you talking to somebody else that made it uh no i mean no it, it, it wasn't worse but it made it it made me a little bit at ease because i knew i could have been like hey nice to meet you and then the conversation hopefully was over however right. people can get really weird uh-huh so I, I don't think it made it worse, but I think it made the conversation quicker, which is better. But even still, you know, there are so many times where I'd be forced in those situations with the person who, nice to meet you, so glad you came out, and then they'll stand there and stare at you, and I'm like, Cut off. I, I don't know what to say. Now, some people are quick on their feet, and they'll they'll have something to say in that situation. I do not, so I'm sure to that person who's just sitting there staring at me, waiting for me to entertain them. Probably thought I was an asshole. I apologize. But well, yeah, that that's that inter- would be weird. That's interesting though, right? Because when you're on the opposite side, like when when you're not the celebrity, you like you said earlier when you were standing in line for Michael Rappaport that the whole time you're like, do we have to do this? Do we have to do this? If I'm the person standing in line waiting to meet somebody, I'm like thinking in my head what directions this conversation could go if there is a full conversation that happens. And what if, and if, if I'm going to leave any kind of a lasting impact on this person, which I'm not going to because they meet a million people every year, but if I'm going to leave any kind of a lasting impact, what, what, what am I going to say besides just hi, great show kind of a thing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, see what I'll do. I'll do the thing with, and this has nothing to do with celebrities. This will just be people. I'll think about afterwards, after I've had the conversation, what I should have said. 
Uh huh. And I'll obsess over it. Yep. And I'll be like, in this situation, I should have said this, but they said this, and I probably should have said this. Like, and then like 15 minutes later, I'll go, "What's wrong with you? Like, they're not even going to remember that you talked right. to them. What is wrong with you?" Mm-hmm. I do and that. I do that too. with podcasts, man. Especially like oh, on the C. That's why I can't listen to myself, dude. On this, think about like on the CEP when we do interviews with people, dude. It is freaking terrible because it because I will if I listen back to it. And I, I will just think about, I should have said this, or I should have said that, or man, that would have been really funny if I would have said that instead, or something like that, and I drive myself insane with it. You gotta do your research, man. What do you mean? You gotta do your research beforehand, so you ask the right questions. Oh, well, regardless of what kind of research you do, once you get in the moment, things don't always go as planned. Are you saying you're not Howard Stern? Is that what you're saying? 100%. You're not oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a guy that lives in the woods yeah <laughs> that is that is a fact he says when you yes yeah, so like it's funny too because like people who have who know me in my personal life have have asked me like how do you how did you used to get up on stage and, and and sing in front of people if you can't even have a conversation i'm like well that was easy because i didn't see anyone i didn't see faces I didn't know names. I didn't see anything. I just saw, a, I basically just saw sort of like a black screen was put in, put in front of my eyes and I just did my thing. That was also sort of my release emotionally and whatever. Uh, I don't want to start naming off singer cliches here, but um, that was like my thing to do. So it was really easy for me to block everything out. Then came time to meet people afterwards and then I got all awkward and I'm sure people were like, what a fucking weirdo. <laughs> to be expected. And even like my wife's mom, she she's like, I can't believe that he's doing that right now. Like in in the middle of what I'm doing on stage, she's like, I can't believe he's doing that. Like I can't believe that's him, because I had been all things considered when my wife and I first started dating, I was probably pretty awkward around her parents. Not I'm not the best at meeting parents, um, so <laughs> I'm sure she was like, he's a completely different person when he's in free. She's like, trust me, he'll you'll he'll warm up. Trust me. Like so, yeah, I get it. The worst, the worst moment I had, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to name drop here, but I, I brought up Michael Rappaport. That situation, okay, it was because it was quick. But uh, a person that I did meet, and I didn't want to believe me, I tried to avoid it. Uh, I did meet Brandon Boyd from Incubus, who again is is probably the main reason why I started singing and playing music and became a frontman in a band. Had the opportunity to meet him. It was not one that I chose another singer and another band who I will not name came up to me and said, Hey, I hear Brandon's going to be going to be we're in a, like a backstage area. And he's like, I hear Brandon's going to be back here. I know he's like your favorite singer. Don't you have like an incubus tattoo? Blah, 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 blah. You're going to say hello. I'm going to fucking say hello, man. He's one of my influences too. I'm like, slow down. <laughs> no, I am not. You do what you want. Just keep it away from me. Fast forward. Like an hour later, I'm sitting at a table eating food. And who do I see talking to Brandon? that guy I'm watching the conversation go down. I'm like, please don't look over here. Please don't look over here. And then, so I see him do this. He looks at him. He's in the conversation and he points at his arm and he looks at me and he goes, I can read his lips. He's going, show him your tattoo. Oh my show God. Him. I'm like, mother fucker. <laughs> so I was like, Oh God. And he's like waving me over. And I was like, Oh my God, if I don't get up, I'm a dickhead. All right, I'll just get up and I'm I'm so I mean I literally I'm in panic mode as I'm walking over. 
And he goes, hey, man, Bra- I was telling Brandon about your Lycanates tattoo. He thinks that's really cool. I'm like, yeah, here it is. And he's like, oh, cool. And I was like, hey, Brandon, nice to meet you. Told him my name. He's like, nice to meet you, man. He was very, he was very nice. He was yeah. very nice. But I'm sure I looked like the biggest idiot <laughs> and acted like the biggest idiot. And I was like, dude, that was the one opportunity I was going to have. And I, I ruined it. And then people around me were like, dude, you really didn't look that bad. It wasn't that bad. I'm like, but you didn't hear me. But we're what, like, well, what did you say? I'm like, I don't even remember. I blacked out. You know, you I know, felt what, like I pissed my hands. You know what's funny though is that regardless of how that conversation went, or Brandon probably thought, Jesus Christ, seriously, when this guy that he's talking to is like yelling at another guy across the room to come over and meet him. Like I'm, oh, I'm yeah, sure, terrifying. I'm sure. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that no matter if that was the greatest conversation of your life or the, or you literally shit your pants in front of him, it was a, he knew that this wasn't going to be the best exchange of his life <laughs> whenever you're walking up to him. <laughs> yeah, no, he was probably, it was probably a morbid feeling. He was probably just like, Oh God, this guy's going to come over and stab me or something. <laughs> who, who are these psychos? <laughs> Yeah, super weird. So yeah, no, I I feel the same way. I get super awkward in those situations, uh, just in in general social situations. I'm I'm not the best. I'm trying to work on it as I get older. Now that I'm having a child too, I really hope I can teach him to be like, hey, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Just go have fun. Go go be the the. I don't want him to be the center of the of attention, but I also don't want him to be the 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 recluse that I was at times. Like it, you know, we'll see. My wife is not afraid to be the, the life of the party, which I'm sure you've you've experienced um, at this point. So we'll we'll see we'll see whose personality he gets. I have no idea. Hopefully hers. <laughs> that poor kid. <laughs> so talking about music a little bit here, you had sent me a songs to boost your mood and like different basically different types of music. And we both kind of chose some songs that we in these different types. To so well, like, that's kind of you know I did that. So there was a and I'm I'm such a, a an emo kid still. I read this in alternative press online, but they you know ten songs to boost your mood. And to be honest with you, I was like their list kind of sucks. Like they had one song in there that I was like, oh yeah yeah, I, you know all good songs. Don't get me wrong, but I, not anything that I would be like I gotta listen to that to feel a certain way. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, yeah, no, no, I was just, I was, it just got me thinking, like, what songs do I sort of lean on to, like, feel a certain way or get into a certain mood? So I was like, yeah, but I have a ton. But it, it, it made me think too, like, well, just, you know, specific moods. I, I need specific things. I need specific artists and a certain feeling behind a song. But like, obviously, I'm, I'm a weird, antisocial, angry person. So there are always those, those <laughs> ones that I. I can have to get me hyped up or whatever, but like, what do you? What were some of the ones you came up with based on the categories I gave you? So let's talk about these categories first. So we've got uh, hype songs, upbeat, which could be anger songs, yeah, whatever. I yeah. I just I, I kind of went general with with them. Uh, we had upbeat songs, workout songs, psychedelic, which was interesting, and uh, yeah. so sad songs and party songs. But before I before I give you any of my answers, I'm curious. <laughs> so when when you are in a state of mind so say you're sad do you does your brain instantly want to listen to songs to keep you there in that state of mind or do, do you try to reverse where you're at by 
putting, you know, listening to a hype song or an upbeat song to try to bring yourself out? I don't necessarily listen to songs when I'm sad, but I listen to sad songs, if that makes any sense at all. Mm, kind, so the sad kinda. songs actually make me feel better, but I wasn't sad when I started. It's almost like the message behind the song made me feel like, hey, compared to what's going on in this person's brain during this song, you're doing okay, that sort of thing. But I didn't necessarily start off sad. So, but, so in that scenario, you're kind of separating the lyrics from the music itself. Maybe, or I'm just listening to the lyrics and I'm listening to the vibe of the song and I'm going, this is making me feel better. And again, it wasn't that I was necessarily sad when I started. It's almost like that, the person in, so it's not like an uplifting song. It's like, it is a sad song itself. So I'm using it to sort of get me in the next mood, which might be, I need something upbeat now, or I don't know, whatever the case may be. Might be a terrible way of explaining it and probably disrespectful to the artist of these songs. (laughs) But that's just the way it is. I mean, one of the main ones, I mean, it's been that way since I was, because it came out when I was a kid. Still one of my favorite songs to this day. It's such a good song, but uh, Under the Bridge by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. A lot going on in that song. I mean, that's about Anthony Kiedis' struggle with addiction. So, like, you know, he's coming from a different place than me. So it puts me in in the right place I need to be to sort of, again, move on to the next mood. I love that song. And again, it's not because it's necessarily something that should make you sad. I think there's an overall sort of semi-positive message in that song. And then another one is, so you know the song Mad World? Bye. So there are two versions of it. So you've seen the movie Donnie Darko? Yes. So it's in Donnie Darko. It's by Gary Jules and Donnie Darko. It's like one of the biggest songs on that soundtrack. Okay. Originally by Tears for Fears. Okay. The, you know, the opening line is, All around me are familiar faces. Blah, 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 blah. You'll know it if you hear it. Yeah, I'm sure. Again, just the, the lyrics in the song and just like the the like the like version that Gary Jules did for Donnie Darko. It's like, whoa. It's a very, very heavy feeling song. So like, there's no way you can't... The only place is up from there right. when you listen to that version of that song. So... So, like, as far as hype goes, so like I said, I, I just went very general with all of these because... For one, you said pick two songs, which is like th- for each category, which is like the most impossible thing to do. So I literally just found two in each one that could fall into that category. Okay. Why Why are you shaking your head at me? Because, uh, you, you know, it's just, you bother me. If there's a Matchbox 20 song on this I don't, list, I don't, I don't, I don't have a Matchbox 20, but this first one for hype, I, I, I use this song... Because in that time period, there are certain bands and certain songs that, like now, if I listen to it, it hypes me up because it gives you that like nostalgia feeling of that was right. when I was really into that music. So like Inside Out by Eve Six was a hype song for me. See, you went to a place that... See, I know, you know I know. I, you I went to a place that... I like that song. I, I do like that song. Okay. You get hype. Wait, is Inside Out the... Hold on. Is Inside Out the... Ah, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm I will swallow my pride and I'm yes. going to run. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good song. Doesn't get me hype. But cool. I actually drank with those guys at a strip club one time. Oh, no shit. Really good guys. Go ahead. Continue. Why? I, I don't, you, have, you have this way of shitting on... 
what what I said, but also agreeing with it somehow. Somehow you did both. How Bring did you, it back around. How Bring did you do around. that? <laughs> Bringing it back around. Uh, okay, so do you know the band Hail the Villain? I do. Take back. I the remember f- them. I don't know of them. I only know that one one song they had on the radio. Take back the fear. Oh, yeah. 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 That's, no, that's a. I could see that getting you hype. Yeah. Yeah, they put on an awesome show too. I've seen them at Pops. That had that had a really good music video too. Yeah, that yeah, song. Th- yeah, those guys make comics and stuff too. Or made, yeah, they, did, like, they had like a anymore. whole like uh, interactive sort of video game like website and shit. Uh-huh. That was really clever. They should have they should have gotten bigger than they did. Yeah, if they got big at all. Again, I don't know anything about them other than. Checking out the website when that song came out. But yeah, that, I could see that. That album was pretty pretty legit. I enjoyed Didn't it. Didn't they play Point Fest? I feel like I saw them at a Point Fest. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember they if did. they did. Yeah, I think they did. They, um, they they played Pops with Greek Fire and Hurt was the headliner. I, know, I remember right? that show. I remember that show. Were you there? I went to that show, but I didn't see Hail the Villain. I showed up late. Oh, wow. James, yep. was, James was there with me, too. Yep, I remember that. Um, my hype songs, so Killing in the Name, Rage Against the Machine. Okay. Still pissed off they're not coming to St. Louis. Break Your Fucking Neck by Busta Rhymes. So every time I hear that that open, opening opening uh, musical piece there, it gets me hype. Um, New Noise by Refused. It's just still to this day, it's this, you know, puts me in a mood, gets me hyped up. And all three of those would be, if I were an MMA fighter, which I never will, I never will be, but those would be serious considerations for walkout songs. Would you walk out to Inside Out by Eve Six? I don't think I would. I, I don't I could, think you get could, you that hype then, sir. No. If I, if I was, which will be in my workout playlist, and we talked about it actually on the last episode too, but it... Mine will be in my workout playlist. Would be probably my walkout song for sure. What's that? Last one standing by Mayday. The one I told you has Tech Nine, and I think I sent uh, you yeah, the video yeah. too. So I did check them out. Yeah. You sent what? Well, you sent it to me, right? I sent you that track on from YouTube. Yeah, I only got halfway through it. I thought you might like it too because the whole music I'm video not, is hating. MMA fighters too. I'm not hating. I only got halfway through it. I think I got like a phone call or something in the middle of it, and then I forgot to check it out again. Yeah, check, check, it out. check it out too, because uh, Tech Nine's verse or verse isn't even till the end. So, okay, uh, workout song. So I have two that I lean on all the time. Lost in the Static by After the Burial. If you don't know what that is, never heard of it. It's it'll get you hyped. And then Domination by Pantera. Just still to this day, in my opinion, it uh, still has the heaviest breakdown ever written. In my opinion, that's just me. You got psychedelic songs? You laughed at my, my psychedelic category there. Uh, I have two. One, when I seen the word psychedelic, the, the band popped into my head immediately. The other one, I actually had to search for a second one. But uh, So the first one I went with was God Lives Underwater, Empty. Do you know God Lives Underwater? You don't know God Lives Underwater? Seriously? Oh, man. What are you getting me, what are you getting me into? This is a band you need to check out. What, what is it? What do you mean? What is it? What is it? What kind of music? Psychedelic. God lives underwater. Yes, that's the name of the band. What? 
what time period are they from? Uh, I want to say early 90s. I'm looking it up now. Do it. Continue. What's your What's your second one? Uh, Riders on the Storm by the Doors. Okay, I get that. That's actually, so in my favorite movie, there's actually Riders on the Storm is the centerpiece for a scene where two of the main characters are really fucked up on downers. So that makes total sense. <laughs> what, the basketball what movie? diaries, the, the oh, basketball okay. diaries, the, the scene where Leonardo DiCaprio and Mark Wahlberg take the, they're supposed to be taking uppers cause they got to come up from heroin, but they take downers and they're just all over the place on the court. Can't walk, can't, can't stand up. And writers on the storm is the, the soundtrack to that. Gotcha. God lives underwater. And what song? Empty is the song. It's off of, I think the album's called 23, possibly. Are they a Christian band? No. You sure about that? No, but I'm pretty sure they're not. All right, I got it right here. I'm going to listen to it later. Okay. That whole album's pretty good. Should have like Tortoise, 23, Empty. How did, how did you discover this band? Were you at a Christian camp? <laughs> no, James actually turned me on to him. Okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, psychedelic. So another Pantera song, Planet Caravan. Even though it's not, it's Black Sabbath song originally, but their version is. Uh, I've had some very psychedelic moments to that. And then uh, Sky Might Fall by Kid Cudi. That whole record honestly could could count as a psychedelic record for me. There's very few songs on it that I think are not psychedelic. What do you define by the music being psychedelic? The music itself. Like putting uh, you in that kind of a, a mindset? Yeah. If okay. I if I get a very spacey sort of feeling and um, encourages me to partake in some sort of activity. Yeah. Okay. Usually usually that's the motivation, but I can't wait to hear your upbeat songs. What do you got? Uh okay, so I've got Right Now by SR seventy one. I don't know what that song is. Yes, you do. Do I? Yes. I bet okay. I bet I bet you would know it if you if you look up right now if you look up just SR seventy one, the band name sounds familiar. You you'd probably know just by looking at the album cover. What and, else you got? Uh, Black Cat by Mayday Parade. I don't know if I know that song either. Jesus, I know that band, but I don't know if I know that. Right now by SR seventy one. Uh huh. This guy's nose ring is cute. All right, play like um, play like two seconds of it. Play it right quick. Let's see what we got. Oh, this fucking song. <laughs> Tell me that's not upbeat, though. Off. Tell me that's not upbeat. Yeah, I guess you could call that upbeat. <laughs> what was that? That's, that was in every teen movie soundtrack from when it came out. Probably still. That pro- a movie probably came out a month ago. That's a teen movie, and that song's probably in it. You're never going to grow up. You're welcome. What were we talking about? I upbeat I, I, upbeat we, songs. I'm sorry to piss was, you off so bad that you forgot. What was the other one? You said Mayday Parade. What's the name of the song? Black Cat. Black Cat. I don't see this. There it is. Uh huh. It's right there. I've never heard that song before. You, I bet I was, you, you'd probably know the chorus. You have to wait for the chorus. But anyways. I'll listen to it later. Okay. Upbeat. Uh, so I said Incubus, Make Yourself. That's a good one. And then I said, um, 
first of the month by Bone Thugs and Harmony. I don't wake up, bitch. It's the first of the month. You got bills to pay. You know the song. Okay. Come on. You don't know that song? I think I do. You do. I'm gonna play it for you real quick. Yeah, let's only stick with like a couple of seconds for each thing. <laughs> okay. Come on. I got you. Okay. Come on. <laughs> oh, playing again. Stop playing. All right, we got it. We're good. All right, so give me your workout songs. Well, I already did that. What? what? I already did that. No, you didn't. I win. Yeah, bury the static. Oh, then you're lost in the, lost in the static after the burial and domination by Pantera. Oh, so you just skipped over and didn't let me do mine then? You did yours. What an ass! No, I didn't. Oh, what are they? No, well, one was last one standing by Mayday. I already said that one. The other one was Headstrong by Trapped. I'm never gonna grow up. Did you see recently the singer of Trapped got into like he went on like a like a two day Twitter tirade? I didn't see the Twitter stuff. I he's been Facebook's been interesting lately. He's been he's been yeah, running he, their Facebook page. Is he losing his mind? I don't know. Eh, he's having some issues. I but don't, we'll, I, don't we'll, I don't want to make any assumptions. I'm just gonna leave it where it's at. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> losing his mind. Party songs. I can't wait. I have three. And I, but I don't. I didn't really, really know where to go with this. Did you? So did you? Again, like these songs so these that all I, come from. Are these songs that would make me want to drink, or are they songs that would that I would think I would hear at a party, or what? what? do you do when you party? I don't know. What would you hear at a party? What? <laughs> so this band, you're not gonna know, but their their name tr- is Trouble Is, and the song is literally "Let's Get Fucked Up." Okay. Just I, like I mean, one. I was gonna say what planet are you from, but I like the title, so I'm with you. I'll look it up. Okay. Another one is uh, a very general but party hard by Andrew WK. Okay, uh, I I can accept that. I can accept that one. Let me see if you can accept this one. I had three. Saved that money it. by Little Dicky. All right, I'm with that. I can get into that. Yeah. Speaking of that, have you watched Dave yet? No, I don't know if I can. I I've, I've been I've been worried. I like Little Dicky a lot, and I'm worried to to try and be really disappointed. But, so, Ke- but, but I think it's a Kevin Hart production, and he's been pushing it hard, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that means anything. I don't know if it not, does or not. That's why I said. I think <laughs> I think Kevin Hart likes to make money. I think that's what that <laughs> solely. But, yeah, dude, I like I like Lil Dicky, too, and I like Andrew Santino, who plays his best friend. Mm-hmm. The clips I've seen, the clips I've seen, the acting is, uh, it's... <laughs> It's hard to tell if they're being ironic or I, I'm going to watch it. I'm, I'm afraid to, though. I don't think it's going to it's not going to change my mind on either of those two guys. But yes. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? Party songs. Oh, yeah. Dead Man's Party by Oingo Boingo. I have no idea any of the words you just said. You, you need to. I'm pretty, sure you made, I'm pretty sure you made up words just I now. I didn't make any of it up, man. It's classic. Look it up. Have you seen the movie Back to School? Rodney Dangerfield? No. What do you do in your spare time to have fun? I live in the woods. Okay. That's going to be my go-to uh, forever. <laughs> Dead Man's Party has been in several party scenes in movies. Okay. So, But Oingo Boingo is like a, a, an 80s new wave band. 
Okay. It to sum it up. Um, and then Live Your Life by T.I. Love that song. That is a good song. That song was like the I... centerpiece for partying like in the mid 2000s for me. I never, so. ever would have thought I would have heard you say a mention ti on this show why ti it just doesn't seem like ti would be up your alley i can't figure i can't, I can't, fig- I can't figure not. you out i can't tell if you're you're being real right now are you being serious like i never know i never know if i'm going to say uh mention a band or mention an artist or whatever if you're going to really shit on it or if you're going to say i can agree with that or if you're going to do both in the same sentence i have no idea <laughs> We're friends, right? I I thought, but do 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 your research on your boy real quick, and you, you'll you'll get your answer. I won't say anything on the podcast about it. What does that mean? Do your research on your boy. Do some research on your boy here, on on your friend here, you, your so called friend. Do some research. Okay, I guess I don't about know. me and the in the rapper Ti. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm not gonna spell it out for you. Just do it. Okay, so sad, so sad songs. I went very general with this. Not, we already did this. No, we didn't. Did you say sad songs? I don't know. I've lost track of everything. What, what do you got? I, I have the two saddest songs ever, and they are just general make me sad. Not like I listen to this so when I want to be sad. Okay, all right. Both of the only Sarah McLaughlin songs that anybody knows. Get, I, what? Tell me Which those one? aren't the, <laughs> angel. The one where the dogs die. Yes, that's one of them. I get why, 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 <laughs> why am I doing this to myself? Uh, <sighs> what, is it? what is that song called? No, don't even tell me. I already know what you're talking about. I don't even want to relive them. Okay. Yeah, those should make you sad, man. So They're I about succeeded. Children and dead dogs. So I succeeded in what you wanted. And making me sad. Yeah, you're, you did something. You're welcome. Good God. Okay, so seriously, why Sarah McLaughlin, why does that piss you uh, off so bad? Really? That's how you Because I don't want to think about dead dogs and starving children. Okay, but what if you hadn't seen the commercials and it was just the songs? Just something about those goddamn songs evokes those those sort of emotions out of me. It just makes me think about bad things. Things could, that make me upset. Yeah, could it be that it's they play these songs at like every funeral? What? What? Like Angel? You've been to a funeral? Have I ever been, You've been to, to a, a funeral, funeral and that song was playing? Yes. I Will Remember You and Angel. Yes, those two songs I've definitely heard at funerals. See, you know what? The I Will Remember You song, I'm actually desensitized to that because all it makes me think of is when Andy from The Office played it when he left left the office to go be a... America's next acapella sensation. Okay. So that song doesn't bum me out as much, but the other one, Jesus. Can't, <laughs> can't do it. Good God. Okay, so what were your sad songs? <clears throat> I already said them, man. It was uh, Under the Bridge, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and, and Mad World. Okay. So yeah, you just yeah. you just said yours and then just decided to skip over several for man, me. I, I, I see how said, this is. I, I see how this goes. This is the times we're living in now, man. You got to get stuff out there quick. We're running out of time. You really think so? No, but if we are running out of time, we should tell people. I have some suggestions to you about things you need to binge on, music-related 
while you're quarantined. So I'm curious okay. if you've even watched any of these. Okay. So music movies, documentaries, you need you need to you need to learn. You need to gain some knowledge. So are these all things that I can find on my Netflix and my Hulu? Somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. So let me start let me, let me start with this. You said earlier on one of our previous episodes that you have not seen the dirt. No, I told, but I told you later in that that I had. I didn't realize when you said the dirt what the movie actually was. But that was a Motley Crue movie. Have you read movie. the book? No, I don't read. Sorry. <laughs> what is happening? What What do you want from me? This is who I am. <laughs> uh, holy shit! Have you seen Have you seen the uh, Have you seen the documentary about Fire Festival? Yeah, one of them. There's two of them, Would, right? Did you see the Netflix version or the Hulu version? I think it was the Netflix version. In the Hulu version, the guy uh, who's remember. named Billy, Billy Billy McFarlane. Yes, yes, yes. Billy McFarlane gets interviewed in it. He's a Martian. He is a. <laughs> he doesn't have real human emotions. He the, he is a complete sociopath. Um, watch the Hulu version because he's okay. actually in it and he tries to tap dance around the questions and he's just bad he's bad at lying he's just bad at everything um what so i mean i know there might be a lot of people who don't know what we're talking about if they haven't seen it but so jaw rules the other guy in it that was part of well, this whole thing right his name's attached to it you don't think he was involved in everything like he didn't get any like he didn't get any trouble at all right i don't believe so he had he, he had to have known everything that was going on Do you think so? I Maybe mean, not. Man, it would it would surprise me if not. But the uh, second thing on that is that the fact that he was able to pull off what he did was insane. The guy's a con artist, man. They they know they know how to do it. They at the, how to, he, at he, the he, highest level. Well, he had been conning people since he was a kid. So yeah. Um, and believe me, we're in you, you know you millennials. Or some, 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 you're a gullible bunch. Let me just say that. Thanks. I, I appreciate that. Why don't you g- give it, give us a, uh, a small rundown of what the fire festival is for anybody who might not know. So fire festival was supposed to be a lifestyle festival, not just a music festival. It was supposed to take place at the Bahamas on this remote Island where you were going to live luxuriously. You were going to get, you know, a cabana with five star food and, you know, they had the basic thing, behind, the genius behind it was the promotion of it. The videos they shot with, you know, models swimming with pigs and like you just felt like you were going to be a part of the 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 in crowd. That's like the and they got all of these social media influencers to pump up the festival and these social media influencers were supposed to be there. So people who had the money, um, rich millennials mainly, bought tickets, got down there and there was wasn't really anything happening yeah it was like um, basically because like he tried to put together a music festival in six months it typically takes three years right for them to achieve something like that you know and then they got there it was you know the the food was like a cheese sandwich with like tomato and lettuce and they were basically sleeping in fema tents mm-hmm. so like you know it just was bad everything about it but the, watching the documentary though again the one on hulu you're watching this guy explain what he was trying to do and you're, you're you're listening to the people explain why they bought tickets and you like your initial, like you, you're kind of feeling like I feel bad, but I don't 
And I almost don't want to feel bad for these dopes. Like that's, that was my take on it. But, but then, then again, like I, I think in the beginning, like this was a legit thing. Like he wanted, like this was supposed to be what everything that he wanted it to be. But then as it fell apart, he just couldn't let it fall apart. So he just kept making the promises of these things are going to happen when he knew they weren't actually going to happen. You know, when band, yeah. when bands started dropping out and stuff like that. I think maybe there was a genuine, a genuine thing. Like, let me say this. I think maybe there was his heart was in the right place for a very small amount of time. But when you start asking for money from investors and you don't use that money for what you told the the investor what it was for, right? And you use it for something else, and you do that so many times over and over and over, was your heart really ever in the right place? Right. I don't know. It's it's hard. It's hard. But again, when you hear that guy's story, he's been a con man forever. And it's just what he does. And after he got caught, he started counting people again. <laughs> and I don't know if that's in the Netflix the, the Netflix version because I watched the the Hulu version most recently. But he started trying to sell tickets to big events that he didn't have. Like, like again, psychotic sociopath. Like he is. Like just dead eyes, no emotions. Like right. he's a Martian. Is he still in prison? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. We should look that up. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. You would think, but have you seen some kind of monster? No. Metallica. No. Are you a Metallica fan? Not really. I, you know, and I, I was actually. It's interesting that you bring that up because I was thinking about that the other day. I was on my way to work and they were playing Metallica on the point. And I was listening to the song and I was thinking, I'm not really a Metallica fan. And to me, in my opinion, most of it sounds the same. But I can also see why and how it influenced a lot of bands after their time. So okay. I, I so it's it's kinda like I can I have respect for the band, but I'm not necessarily a fan of the band. First off, let me just say, how dare you? I secondly, that was coming. Secondly, you haven't listened to the right stuff if you think it all sounds the same. Okay. But you do not need to be the good thing for you is you do not need to be a fan to enjoy some kind of monster. Okay. Uh, because it really exposes the the turmoil that the band was going through and even though they've one of the biggest bands in the history of 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 music at times just really hate each other and can't stand to be around each other. It just exposes a lot of things that I think um I don't th- in the, in the band wanted to create this movie because they got a therapist, like a band therapist, to go around with them and work with them while recording this new record. And I think the movie was intended to be one thing, and it came out to be something something else. And I don't think the band necessarily thought or intended it to be what it what it eventually became. Really good. I think you I think you would enjoy it regardless. What about Anvil? The story of Anvil. No. <laughs> You don't need to know anything about this band. I'm not even going to tell you anything. I've never even heard Just of them. That's fine. That's actually better. It's actually better you don't know who they are. It's on Netflix. Watch it. It's. I guarantee you will like it. And if you don't feel bad for these guys by the end of the film, you do not have a soul. Is it called Anvil? It's called Anvil, the story of Anvil. Okay. <laughs> okay. I guarantee, I guarantee you'll like it. If you don't, I'd be so shocked. Have you seen Straight Outta Compton? Yes. Did you like it? It was it was okay for what it was. Yeah. Did you know much about the story 
of NWA before you watched it? Not really. I mean, I mean, the the tidbits that the common person would know, and you know, the, a lot of the stuff that you would hear in the lyrics, but not really the actual story. Okay. What about um, searching for Sugar Man? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Again, what do you do? Do you play video games? Is who, that why you're who, so who preoccupied with Sh- not seeing? Who the hell is Sugar Man? All right, so it's a documentary about. A guy, his name's Rodriguez. He's a he recorded a few albums in the seventies. Unbeknownst to him and to most people, he became like a global, like not a global icon, but an icon in South Africa. One of their biggest artists they've ever had. He didn't know, most people didn't know, but two super fans he had from South Africa try to find him 20, 30 years later. Like whatever happened to Rodriguez? And his his nickname was the Sugar Man, so searching for Sugar Man. It's really good. It's okay. a really good, really I, good document. I have to ask you a question. The way you just described that, <sighs> and you act like I'm so dumb for not av- ever seeing this movie. Do you think? Do you think this is something that everybody's seen? Yeah, they should. <laughs> Jump on board, fuckers. <laughs> What I does, mean, if you're what does everybody like do? If you haven't seen this, what what are you even doing right now? Yeah, that's why I asked. Do you like play video games? Oh like, well, how are you so preoccupied that you're avoiding awesome stuff? It, I don't think it's avoidance. It's not like, oh, it's there. I'm going to do something yeah. else instead on purpose. It's ignorance. it's ignorance. So it's a good thing I'm here. Okay. Is what you're saying. Ignorance in a good way, not a bad way. Okay. Well, I didn't say it was a bad thing. Most of the time with you it is, though, so. I mean, I just called myself a music nerd, but I didn't know half the songs you just named, so clearly I'm not as big a music nerd as I thought I was. What about Punk's Not Dead? No. No? No. You have Amazon Prime? Yes. So it's on Am... Pretty sure it's on Amazon right now. But it's basically just an exploration of the history of punk, but I have interviews with, you know, modern-day... modern-day bands such as, like, you know, Green Day's in it. Some forty-one, Thrice. Like, it's good. If you, if you, if a small part of you likes punk music, I think you think you'd like it. What? Oh man, this is a good one. What about? Um, speaking of, it's on Prime too. The decline of Western civilization. Mm-mm. Have you seen either part? Okay, so there's a part one and a part two that you both need to see. Part one is about punk rock. Part okay. two is about the metal years. And it's basically just, and it's basically just an over exaggeration and sort of like, it's not a mockumentary, but they're they're ironically sort of like embracing the the excess and the, the just like the ignorance of all of those metal bands from like the hair metal days, even a little bit before the hair metal days and through the hair metal days. And at times, it's it's literally just like a, a lot of the interviews are just dudes like drunk in their pool, like on like one of the most famous like um, scenes is of a guy and I can't remember what band he's in. It's a hair metal band that I, you know, I don't know, but but he's uh, shit faced in his pool. He's on like a ra- you know, like a little raft. He can't talk. He's clearly been on a bender for fuck probably a week. Like you're just like, well, I mean, the guy chose to do the interview from his pool. And like a speedo with like a, a <laughs> like a captain's hat on, like he's kind of like a parody of himself. Do I want to feel bad for him? Do I not want to feel bad? Like what do I do? But 
Really good, though. You should check it out. Please tell me you've seen School of Rock. Like the Jack Black movie? Yes. Okay. Yes, of course. Okay. Well, you had to ask, like the Jack Black movie, do you know of another School of Rock? No. You thought I was talking about something nerdy, probably? No. That Well, that was my question, is like, I... I barely wanted to say the Jack Black movie because I thought you were going to look at me like I was an idiot. Like there was something else that I should have seen that I hadn't. No, nothing else, nothing else. As I said, I don't know how to read you. I don't know. I never know. Like I said, do your research. I'm just going to I'm um, just going to go into all these podcasts anxious. Like just let it go. Whatever whatever you're either going to shit on it or you're going to agree one of the two. It's <laughs> four seasons in. Have you watched uh Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix? No. You should. You should. There are four seasons in now. I mean, they start at the beginning of hip-hop and have worked their way all the way to... Uh, in this last season, they get into, like, mixtapes and super producers like NER, or like Neptunes and Kanye, of all people. Um, but really good. I mean, they t- basically talk about every, every form of hip-hop, every form of everything. It's really good. The guy that does the interviews and narrates it is like a... He's like a hip-hop guy. Like a, he's a hip-hop artist slash filmmaker so it's it's done really well it's like and they get all of the big names to like do interviews with this guy so it's really good so it's not it's not underground by any means it's it's like at the what about dope on netflix no 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 another hip-hop movie it's about a kid who's trying to go to harvard he's into it's 2015 i think when this movie came out but so 2015, I was going to say present day, but that's God, that's five years ago now. Can you believe that? Um, that but he's really obsessed with 90s hip-hop and 90s hip-hop fashion. He lives in the hood, and he's trying to go to Harvard. So all the older older people who are like people who are older than him that are into like modern-day music think he's a big dork, which he kind of is, but he's embraced like the dorkiness of dressing like 90s hip-hop, and he ends up getting a bag full of money or a bag full of drugs, I should say, and goes to, like, goes to this house party, gets a bag full of drugs, so he's trying to, like, he's, it's him and his friends running from this drug dealer. It's just really good. It's a lot of, like, good soundtrack, all that good stuff, so. And then just some other ones. Please tell me you've seen Wayne's World. Yes. That's not, I guess, so this isn't just, like, a documentary thing. This is, like, a, a well, just music, music movie, just music. music in general. Okay, yeah, so, yes. Music-related. Yes. I've seen Wayne's World too. Yes. Okay. So they're both on Netflix right now. So. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So anyone who's listening, if you haven't seen any of the things I just talked about, you should take up your, your quarantine time, and your social distancing time, and go check them out. Yes. Get informed on music. So you, you brought it, kind of brought it back to quarantining and stuff. I, I just want to say this really to any like St. Louis and surrounding area people, that if you're listening to this now, that if you aren't if you're not quarantined so much that you're staying in your house completely if you are going out please support local breweries well that are still open local restaurants that are still open like our friends uh kyle and kelly dent over at shamrocks uh you know they're still i think they're just still doing like curbside to go and stuff like that too this stuff is oh yeah like these people are still staying open but you know, massive chunk of their income is going away because they can't have people inside the restaurants and stuff now. So yeah, go online, get a list of uh, local businesses that are still doing curbside and all that good stuff. Yeah. 
Definitely support your local businesses. Yeah, I feel bad for those people, man. That sucks. I don't need how you're going to survive that. I mean, we don't know how long this is going to last. Right. The good thing is, so California just got put on, they basically, the state's under quarantine. People, only essential businesses are open, so all non-essential businesses are closed. Everything's shut down. Also, there are 40 million people there have they stacked sh- up on top of each other. So Have they shut down LAX? I think so. Really? I would imagine. I would. I mean, why open? I mean, you never know. Well, I mean, they, uh, I mean, they still haven't. Have they haven't shut down uh, Lambert? Yeah, they haven't shut down Lambert. Well, that's because Lambert's terrible, and but, no one wants to be there anyway. I mean, Houston hasn't shut theirs down either. Like we just got a text from our buddy Joel uh, yesterday, the day before, that you know, showing pictures of Houston Airport pre- being pretty much empty. Yeah, I mean, I just saw Trump on TV addressing the nation, so we'll see what oh, really? see what's going on. Yeah, we're missing that, but it's on. But I can't hear it. Well, it's like we yeah, said, man, like we I, said, this is like an hour to hour thing, so it's hard. It's hard telling. The world's probably upside down by now since we've been since we started talking. Yeah, there could be zombies at my window right now. I think we're in the clear. Do you have a gun? Strapped, dog. I'm strapped. <laughs> Did you like that Corona Corona song I sent you? Yeah, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> it's super if, catchy. If, if, isn't if, it? Yeah, if anybody it's hasn't seen up, this yet, so people catchy. are people are putting out these coronavirus songs. Now, see, but some are try, some are trying to be funny, yeah. which I'm 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 okay with because by all means we need humor now more than ever. But then some are trying to be political in social commentators, and I'm kind of like. Mm, Hold on now. The one you should go check out is by Tom McDonald. Tom McDonald. Do you know who Tom McDonald is? No. He's a white rapper who looks like he could be in Static X or something. But uh, he's also Canadian, which is... Anyway, we won't even get into that. <laughs> but um, the song's called Coronavirus. Very original title. But he gets super serious about it. It's basically like he's just reading Twitter memes in his in his rhymes or he's like just reciting stats that he's seeing i'm kind of like eh. check it out I, I, when i saw that one i was like all right we gotta we gotta stop here like the one that we talked about the country one like the guy's trying to be somewhat humorous about it the rap one that i sent you really the thing that makes that whole thing funny the one that i sent you or the guys dancing with the lysol spray yeah, yeah and like that makes it so much funnier but yeah, I don't know. Are people cashing in on the Corona songs? Is, is that okay? I don't. I don't know how I feel about it yet. Because I mean, you know they're cashing in. If it's just if it's just for the humor, it's okay. But did you did you see that song? Like, did you see that song from Rogan? Because Rogan posted it too. Did you see it from him or did you see it before him? No, that's how I discovered it. It was through Rogan. Okay. Yeah. Speaking he of that, it. speaking of that, did you see the episode that him and Duncan Trussell did? No. He. <laughs> Rogan was wearing a space suit. Like he yeah, was going, done like, that he was, like he was going into space and then Duncan yeah. Trussell was wearing like a camouflage suit like he was going into the woods and right. uh, they just got high as they could possibly be. Well I mean, you know, so kind of kinda of like another Rogan episode. <laughs> like a, like every episode. Yeah, but they, they were promoting it as they were doing it on the surface of the moon. Yeah, man. Cashing in on the coronavirus. I'm not. I'm not going to say they're not. They're not smart. I'm not going to say they're dumb. I should say, you know. 
I guess, not, I guess it just depends on the reasoning. I mean, look, at the end of the day, people need music, people need art, so. But you're saying cashing in. Like, how are those rappers cashing in on it? You think they're from ads from YouTube? Yeah, I mean, Tom McDonald's huge on YouTube. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's already had, like, big-time reaction guys already react to it, guys with tons of subscribers on YouTube. So, no, he's he knows what he's doing. He's He plays the internet well. But if he's um, but if he's still doing the political angle, like I I obviously haven't listened to the song yet, but is it more like directing people, or uh, I guess like a guidance type of thing? Like is he making an awareness about it, or is he does it? I mean, does it seem like he's ca- like trying to cash in on this? No, I mean, I guess you could say there's an awareness behind it, sure. But uh, again, it's opportunistic. Yeah, you know. So, but again, that's not what you. Not a bad idea. I'm not, I'm not saying, uh, you know, at the end of the day, jump on the opportunity if you can. It doesn't make it right. doesn't make it wrong. I'm just saying, you know, cash in while you can because eventually no one's going to want to hear a song about the coronavirus. So, you know. I mean, that that is true. I mean, we don't know how long this is going to last, but if, if, if there's a quarantine for two months and then all of a sudden everything's back up and running in next year, does anybody care about those coronavirus songs? Probably not. That's like you making a song about the swine flu or the H1N1 or something like that quite a few right. years ago. Would anybody care it's gonna about die it? With, yep. It's going to die like all those SARS songs. Yep. Was there SARS songs? I have no idea. I just, <laughs> I was, you said H1N1, you said swine flu, so I was trying to think of the next uh, disease. I have no idea. <laughs> all right, man. Well, I think I'm going to get back to quarantine here. I I think this is a good emergency podcast. At least give some extra content to people who are quarantining themselves in their house. Yeah, I like I'm doing, sure they're gonna love. It. Yeah, I like doing this whenever we can. Like extra yeah. extra content. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but like if you're subscribed to somebody on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever, and you just randomly a you know a podcast pops up that you weren't expecting, it feels good. Yeah. Definitely. We'll be back in a couple days. Yep. Bitches. That's right. Cool. All right. We are out. <laughs>